A bearded face can hide an evil mind. Truer words were never spoken. Well, truer words were never spoken on this show. Yeah. We should offer a prize to any listener who can call up and sing the new Beatles song. I want to hear somebody sing it. I think. (laughs) 201-209-9368. Would you? I don't think it's singable. It's so... 201-209-9368. It's so unmemorable. It's just a brain fart that uh, John Lennon had once. Not his fault to have a brain fart. Hi, you're on the air. Can you sing the new Beatles song? What? Can you sing the new Beatles song? Go. Wait. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I am I'm, I'm sorry. I'm let's up with an easy job. Yeah, let's back oh, he's up. A, he's let's, on topic. You're on topic. Well, what's your name? Talk about you change. You didn't put me on hold. Talk like, about I change of pace. Done and done. Put him on hold. Okay. Hey, we've got a caller in the pocket. We've got one in reserve. I, I'm I, I'm fine on hold. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. You're gonna you're gonna spend a little time on hold. Okay, he's on hold. That'll teach him a lot. What do we do now? We've never gotten a call on topic this early in the show. It's We've got a caller in the bank. This is uncharted territory. This is fantastic. This is exactly, if we had a real producer, if we were a grown-up show, uh-huh. we'd have calls like lined up. We'd have uh, everything pre-produced. Oh, God. But we want to hear somebody sing the new Beatles song. 201-209-9368. Just sing it you like, really... you're, like you're driving to work, like it's under your breath, like it's absent-mindedly singing it. Now and then. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kenny. That's all I know. <laughs> um, that's more than I've, I've heard anybody else sing. And that was completely wrong, by the way. So you're not a fan of the new Beatles song? I heard it once. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, just, it's just criminal what they, what they do. Going through John Lennon's garbage. <laughs> hey, here's, some, here's a sandwich wrapper he threw out. <laughs> Let's see if we can make uh, $40 million from it. Is that a crime, to try to make $40 million? To, come on, let's... Uh, oh, there we go. Hey. I hope Julian gets it. 201-209-9368. Hi, you're on the air. Can you sing the new Beatles song? I know it's true. It's all because of you. And if I make it through, it's all because of you. Very good, Aaron. Very good, Aaron. Aaron nailed it. <laughs> he did. It actually sounds better. Hi, from Aaron. hi, you're on the air. Can you sing the new Beatles song? Beatles song? No, yeah. I can't, but I've had some pretty easy jobs. Okay, wait, we got All another right. one in the book. Hang on a second. We're banking them. Oh, my God. Oh, we... my God, I hung up on the first one. We've got a show in the bank. Oh, jeez, I hung up on the first guy. All right. Call back, first guy. Hi, you're on the air. What? Hi. Is this about the job? Yeah, have you had... <laughs> Andy's laughing because right. you're on topic. Yeah. Uh, if you want, I can try to sing now and then. Go ahead. Give it a shot. Now and then. Now and then. Here we go. No, Once that again, sucks. No, you and yeah. me. Yeah. Now yeah. and then. No, that sucks. All right. That's even worse than now and then. Well, listen, before we... <laughs> it is. If you can imagine. Can you imagine John Lennon up in heaven listening to that song that they put together? I think he, he must. No, he'd be he'd, his hand, his fist would be through the wall. I'm not so sure about yeah. that. That was not ready for prime time. Yeah, he would have reworked those lyrics. Well, we. we I'm, I'm, that was I'm, what they call a rough draft. I'm completely thrown off by having all these callers calling in on topic because that we have stuff to celebrate. Yesterday was such a big day. Uh, really great news for uh, legalizing marijuana. Oh, hey, Mazel tov on that. Yep. Well done. Ohio legalized it. We're almost yep. almost halfway there. Ohio was the 24th state to legalize it. Yep, the Ken Friedman law, they call it there. Yep. yep. And, uh, and then also great news for the WFMU abortion clinic yesterday. We yeah. Can, we can reopen our clinic in Ohio. Yeah, so I uh, hope you kept your coupons. We gave out coupons last marathon. Yeah. If you're a re- if you're a member, two for one, yeah, two for one coupons. Well, it's right. kind of like a rewards program, is what. Yeah, it is. we we yeah. will stay. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. You get uh, you get nine. Abo- you pay for nine abortions, and your tenth one's yeah. free. 
Uh, not really two for one, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're uh, repaying our loyal customers. It really is a full-service radio station. Your operator, thank you. Oh, jeez. Uh, okay. Well, I, I think we ha actually have people calling up on I know, topic. but wait, but don't we want to talk about the uh, uh, game, I'm sorry, the quiz show? Uh, oh, yes. Andy's going to miss a whole bunch of shows in the next two or three months. Because I have a life. And um, we are trying to pre-record a bunch of listener quizzes. So if you can put together a quiz, like maybe 10 or 15 questions and give us... On a topic that either you're an expert in or you're personally curious about, uh, uh, or you're, maybe it's related to your job or, or your major at school, 10 questions on a certain topic, and you will, uh, you'll spend 20 minutes... 25 minutes on the phone with me and Ken quizzing us. And we did we did actually put one in the bank uh, last uh, week, right, Ken? Yeah, uh, two days ago, yeah, with uh, listener Noel in North Carolina. Listener Noel, he stepped up. He quizzed us on Southern cuisine. Southern culture in general. Southern culture in general. Mm -hmm. And Ken, uh, it was... Uh, I won. I kicked was, your ass. Well, right? it was kind of a good good contest. I was ahead for a while. Yeah. And then you changed the uh, the I, way we I, kept I, score. I changed the rules in one. Yeah, you moved the goalposts. Yep. You have Ken. I should tell you has a an extra pair of goalposts in his back pocket, ready to move them, ready to place them anywhere on the field. It's good to be prepared. Yeah, it's good to own the stadium. Uh huh. And uh, good to own the goalpost company. Yeah, good to own the goalpost company. So, hey, why don't we play a little excerpt so people will get an idea? And if you yourself want to quiz. Uh, Ken and I, you can email Ken at, uh, Ken at WFMU.org. And here's just a uh, snippet from the quiz that listener Noel gave us two days ago. Yeah, so now we're in the lightning round. Now we're, yeah. in the, uh, now we're in the round where each answer is worth five points. And we have three questions. Yes. Left. All right. Noel, you might wanna, Noel, if you have three questions that you're really fond of, you might want to skip ahead and ask your favorite one. All right. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Oh, here's a good one. Okay. okay. Uh, from which illegal activity come the roots of southern stock car racing? Or buzz. NASCAR racing? Buzz. Buzz. From buzz. I got it first. Buzz. I got the buzz right. first. Bootlegging. Yep, yep. Nailed it. Won that round. That's the excerpt you picked? Yep. You picked, you found one where you beat me? Yeah. There was only one. Yeah. Uh... No, Noel was great, and uh, we had a good time with him. So, so it's 20, 25 minutes. Uh, if you have a subject you'd like to put a quiz together and challenge Ken and myself, 201. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. It's uh, email Ken, Ken at WFMU.org. Org. Very good, Andy. What happens at Ken at WFMU.com? Do you get those emails? No, I do not. Oh, good, because there's a couple things I. I want to say to you, but I don't have the guts to, to have you actually read it. Yeah, send them to Ken at WFMU.com. Yeah, you mean I can get it out of my system. Right. I can hit send, Yeah. but I'll, I'll, be, I'll know you'll never. And Ken will read it. You mean there is a Ken out there? At WFMU.com, yeah. There's a Ken. I can't wait to meet him. It's kind of like the planet on the far side of the sun. Can't wait to, like one of those bad sci-fi movies. Yeah. Where it's an alternate universe. Yep. I'd like to meet the alternate universe, Ken. The bizarro world, Ken. <laughs> I don't think you would. I think I would. No. I heard he's just like you in every respect, except he pays his DJs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's bizarro world. <laughs> I had not heard that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What, actually, what currency? It's actually an exchange for the services rendered. In what currency does bizarro world Ken pay his DJs. Gold, silver, or cash. Wow. No, he that really no is bizarro yeah. world. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like WFMU. It looks just like this building, except there's a time clock by the door. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it really is like a horror movie. Yeah, it's run like a grown-up, mature business. Jesus. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I know you'd be scared. No, remind me not to ever visit that place. Bizarro World Ken. And you can find Bizarro World Ken at Ken at WFMU.com. Yeah. But if you want to talk to uh, our Ken, our beloved Ken, it's uh, WFMU.org. Yeah, don't make the mistake. Okay, right. so our topic today, the easiest job 
you ever had. All right. Now, do you think the easiest job you ever had was a no-show job? Because sometimes they're stressful for other reasons. I never had a no-show job. You never had an uncle that ran a sanitation company? Nope. Even no-show job. I mean, like a, a, a truly no-show job is, I think, very unusual. Uh, you know, like in The Sopranos and, you know, mob movies, you always see these jobs where people just have to show up yeah. and sit there all day. They, You're talking like someone who's never met the uh, staff here at WFMU. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, what's, no what's, show jobs are really unusual. What's the easiest job you ever had, Andy? Uh... I uh, I used to take jobs that I that were kind of mundane mm-hmm. and me- kind of mechanical, uh, so I could write songs. Oh. I didn't want to have to talk to people or engage with anyone. Interesting. So I would I actually took uh, messenger jobs in New York, where you would have to uh, I, I carried garment bags. Yeah. Uh, to the garment district, and that was uh, it was a pretty great job actually. When it got cold, I quit the job, but. Mm-hmm. I had a number of menial jobs uh, in the city. Interesting. Well, let's talk to our... Uh... Hi, you're on the air. I guess we lost him. I guess they, he they was, just he, couldn't wait. He said put me on hold, but yeah. then... Uh... Hi, you're on the air. What's the oh, easiest job there. you ever hey. had? Hello. Hi, who's hi. this? This is Willa Nelson. Hi, Willa. Thank you for taking my call. No problem. Thanks oh, for calling. Love, I love the show. I... I've been singing um, now and then all morning. You have been? Yeah, give it. Uh, give us a round of it right now. Okay, well, it's a little bit like Whisker River, but uh-huh. it's like, <clears throat> excuse me here. Uh, not, nice to talk to you again, Andy. Uh, nice, uh, to, nice to hear from you again, Willie. Now and then I miss you. Oh, now and then. I want to be there for me. He's singing the May Pang. I don't think I don't think that's uh, the the John Lennon song. Always no. to return to me. Okay, I'm, I know. I do have a real question. The new song, the new song they released. Yeah, is it credited to Lennon McCartney? No. Oh, good question. Because every Beatles song was. Good question. I doubt it is. Yeah, because everyone knows. Yeah, because I know that Paul got very upset. You know, about the fact that uh, there were songs that he wrote that people now refer to as John Lennon songs. I know. He, he asked Yoko, he said, every song we wrote together can be Lennon McCartney, except please give me Yesterday. Please let Yesterday be labeled McCartney Lennon. Really? Yeah, he asked Yoko permission. Should I get my guitar and strum along? No, no, we don't care. No, it's okay. We've moved on. Uh, hey, Willie, do you have, uh, can you tell us the easiest job you ever had? I might be calling you from it. Okay. Oh, that is easy. <laughs> what is it? The proof's in the pudding. Oh, I can't get into that right now. You can't tell us what it is. Oh, I'm so glad you called, Can Willie. you Can you tell us what you're doing? I'm calling you guys. But, Willie, what are you supposed to be doing? What does your boss think you're doing? <clears throat> I got to go. Nice talking to you. <laughs> nice talking to you. Okay, so he, he couldn't tell us. Yeah, interesting. You think that's interesting, really? No. No, it's not interesting. No. It's yeah, i got to stop saying interesting. Yeah, you sure do. I I, do. Legally, I don't think you're allowed to call that story interesting. No, it's not interesting at all. No. You couldn't even see interesting. You could stand on tiptoes. You could use binoculars. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to go back. I'm going to stop saying interesting. I'm going to go back to just making a noise. Ha! Huh. Yeah, that's fine. Is that better than saying interesting? Yeah. Okay, good. Whatever, you, whatever makes you happy. Ah! Whatever makes you happy, son. Hi, you're on the air. What's the easiest job you ever had? Oh, actually, you know what? For the sake of listeners who are just tuning in, yeah. could you recap the last call? The previous call. And then go ahead and tell us the easiest job you ever had. Go ahead. May you recap the previous call? Yes, yeah. please. Go ahead. But I've been on hold. Huh? I've been on hold. I didn't hear it. Oh, wait. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. There's a flaw in your plan. We have to move on. I know you're looking to recap the show as we go. You didn't think of that, did you? Well, it, yeah. Well, we have to just start taking people live. He was on hold. This guy's okay. live. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. 
Um, for the sake of people who are just tuning in, can you recap uh, the last call that we got and, and, uh, and then go ahead and tell us the easiest job you've ever had? First, we need this guy's name. I, M- Willie Nelson sang a song I heard. I was in the other room because I actually got a dial tune this time. Right. Okay. Okay, and then what was Willie Nelson's uh, uh, easy-peasy job? He didn't want to mention. I caught right. that part, and then I wandered off towards the refrigerator. All exactly. right. Thanks for bringing us all up to speed. What's your name, sir? Frank. 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 And what's the easiest job you've ever had? I was a projectionist. Uh, well, now, the, there was a time when the projectionist, you had to really pay uh, close attention. Oh, no, right? this, this was neat because I was in that, like, sweet spot where most things were already automated. Right. But they needed you to load a machine in an exact way or else you're going to burn through, like, $20,000 really quick. So you were loading a digital, what was it, some sort of... Uh, well, it wasn't a digital. It was more they just had these giant platters at that point. You're not sitting there. Okay. It required an attention to detail, but, like, that's all you needed. And then once, no the, once, the movie, once the movie started, were you off-duty, in effect, for two hours? Well, you got to figure that you have, like, an hour and a half starting stop time for movies, and then you'd have to go through and, like, what's it called, take the film and run it through its little, like, rat maze so it could go back into the next projector and start again you got to like sit there and watch like what's that called you'd get to watch probably about a half hour of each movie just randomly all over and what movie have you seen most often well i tell my what's it called my roommate my friends i saw the birth of the mcu i saw the iron man one in theaters never actually saw it in real life because like i already watched 45 minutes of it that was enough do you have do you have that 45 minutes memorized Nothing really happened, and then it's like a lot of when the Paltrow's face closed up because, like, it's exactly it. It's a perfect review. Turn up the volume a little bit, but if you turned it up, people it would give like what's it called? People could complain inside if it was like a quiet moment, and you'd hear this like oh, I see saying the same thing. Mm. So you had to keep the sound off. My favorite Gwyneth Paltrow movie. Yes, yes. Contagion. I can't remember who asked you. Who asked you what your favorite Gwyneth Paltrow movie was? I did I blank out? It was Willie. Willie did? Yeah. Man, whoever, I want to talk to that guy. That's a stupid question. Man, I, whoever asked you that, I'm really angry at. Because that is idiotic. All right, Frank, thanks for your call. Thanks, Frank. All right, you guys have a good one. Okay, you too. All right, we're asking people, uh, what's the easiest job you ever had? And our phone number is 201-209-9368. Join us next week when we talk about your favorite Gwyneth Paltrow movie. <laughs> There's nothing that can beat Contagion. Yeah, right. Okay, it's, Contagion. In, it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Okay. Hey, thanks for calling. But listen, before you begin, could you please recap the first two calls for people that are just tuning in? Go ahead. The first two, the first two calls were, yeah. uh, were the singing the new Beatles song. Right. Right. Who was that? Uh, oh, well, that well was... one, one guy said he was Willie Nelson. Right. right. Okay. Willie. And then right. what was the second call? The second call, you know, I kind of tuned out and I went to the zoo. Okay, there. we can't help you. Okay, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah. We We're need tr- so, we need we need callers that can. Uh, that can bring our new listeners up to date. Yeah, we're trying to be inclusive here. Yeah. Okay. We need people. The first thing we're going to ask you to do. Hi, is you're to, on the air. What's your name? My name is Lyman. Lyman. Um, Listen, for the sake of the people who are just tuning in, can you recap the first two calls we got before you? Well, first you had Willie Nelson. Right. He didn't mm-hmm. want to say too much. And then you had the other guy that went to the refrigerator. <laughs> and what was his so, job? Uh, I can't ju- remember what his... Oh, he was the projection. That's it. Very okay. good. No, Lyman, you're killing it. We're ready to move on. Yeah. Lyman, what was the easiest job you ever had? I was a night watchman at a truck, truck depot. Uh, right outside of, uh, like, near uh, Rockaway Mall, there was Roadway Truck Depot. Wow. And I worked the 10 to 6 shift. 10 p.m.? was making sure no one broke into where, you know, all the stuff was. Yeah. And uh, did, you ever see any, did you ever see any action? Well, I saw a two-dimensional action because part of the job was cleaning the cabs. And every single cab had porn in the glove compartment. Mm. So, what does a twenty-year-old kid do? He Don't tell. Threw yeah. all the porn. 
porn. <laughs> well, he just, he you did. made collages. You, you cut all the porn out, and you made really cool collages. Oh, out that's of it. a great idea for a marathon a premium, by the way. That would be good. That would be yeah. good in your next graphic novel. Yeah, porn from truckers' uh, glove compartment. Collage, yeah, though. Uh, collages. Yeah, yeah. Co- collages. Signed by you and you me. You could mix the action. Well, Lyman, uh, it's really interesting yeah. that you were a night watchman because I was also a night watchman. Really? Oh where? God, no! Yeah. This is just get fine, Ken. Here's five dollars. Jesus, it never ends. <laughs> Let's see the money. It never ends with you. <laughs> I was a night watchman. Ah, ah, okay, Lyman. I'm coming. It's coming here. At a steel One, mill. One, two, three, four, five. All right, thank you. Okay. All right. Hey, thanks for Lyman, calling, thanks Lyman. Thanks for calling. Hey, you're welcome. Good Have call. Good call. Why did I set that precedent $5? Why couldn't I have said $3? Yeah, I don't know. Last year. Okay. Uh, right, we're let's... at uh, 201-209-9368. Have you had a uh, no-show job, an easy job? Uh, all we're asking is for you to recap the, uh, the previous calls before we begin. Just so everybody's on the same playing field, you know. Okay, here we go. Hi, you're, on the, on, you're on the air. Who's this? Whatever happened to the love that we once knew? It's Sam the Appraiser. It always made me feel so free. As a bird. Oh, he's singing He's singing another song from John Lennon's Garbage Pile. Free as a bird. Well, the first verse, I think, is from the new one. That song is also about May Pang. That's the new Beatles song. According to May Pang, every song is about May Pang. Well, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is definitely about May Pang. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sam, uh, for the John sake John Lennon's true love. For the sake of our callers who are just tuning or, or listeners who are just tuning in, can you recap uh, all oh, the calls that me? have preceded you? Yeah. yeah, so the last call. No, no, no. Uh, start with number one, sir. Start with the first call. First call is guy who sang Beatles stuff. His name was Willie. No, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Willie. All yeah. right, but what what did what was his job? I don't know. He didn't say. Good. There you go. It was hey, a trick you know question. What? I'm going to interrupt. It reminds me of a joke. What is the last thing you want to hear after making love to Willie Nelson? Uh, I don't know what. I'm not Willie Nelson. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a pretty. That's my Willie yeah. Nelson joke. Okay, so you, Willie you Nelson. You hung out with Willie Nelson. I a he guest bit. starred on a on an episode of something I wrote. Yeah, yeah, I he, did. I was in the bus. Oh my God, you would have been in heaven. He was in Monk. You would have been in heaven. Yeah. All he wanted to know was what Ken Friedman's like. That was the three chord Monty episode, as I recall. Uh, it was three chord Monty. Three chord Monty. I don't remember that. Yeah, you used you used the name of Joe Bielock's radio program in that episode. I, well, you might have seen it or remember it better than me. I've seen it 25 times. Yeah, I know you're a big that fan. That episode. I appreciate your support. Yeah. Okay, so Willie Nelson, go ahead, Sam. Who was the second call? Then there was uh, Lyman. No, I'm sorry. No. Thanks for trying. Somebody Thanks else. for trying, Okay, though, we can Sam. only talk to people today that can recap the previous calls. We're at 201-209-9368. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? This is Evan. Evan, for the sake of our listeners who are just tuning in, can you recap the first three calls we got tonight? I, I literally just saw the email. I don't even have the radio on. Okay, thanks for calling, okay. Evan. Well, thanks, 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 Evan. No problem. Is this too much to ask? Apparently it is. Ken. Yeah, we don't think less of Evan because he just tuned in late. I don't think anything of Evan. 201-209-9368. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Oh, hey. Hi. This is, uh, this is Adam. Hi, Adam. Adam. Can you recap the uh, previous calls? Oh, uh, I was uh, listening on my phone, so okay. Okay. I know there was Willie Nelson right. uh, who wouldn't say anything. Right. Nailed it. There, right. Very covert. <laughs> there was, oh, there was, oh, the projectionist. Okay, um, that's right. His name was Frank. Good job. Right. Good job, Adam. And then, and then the call yep. number three, that was... That was I believe Sam the Appraiser. No, sir. No, he I'm couldn't. Sorry. He didn't make the cut. But who was before Sam the Appraiser, Adam? Ooh, oh, Night Watchman. Yes. Yeah, Lyman, Good job. Lyman, okay, Lyman the Night Watchman. And All right, what? great, Adam. Thanks for bringing everybody up to speed. What was your easiest? Job? Oh, you got it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so this one was kind of interesting. Um, 
I uh, a Craigslist ad uh, close to me, and it was a guy who wanted me to. He thought that commodities and stocks had something to some kind of correlation with um, with uh, the, with horoscopes and uh, with the positions of the planets. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Okay. So, we, <laughs> and what not, was what was the yeah. job? And what did you have to do? So, so I went into this guy's office, and um, and uh, he they were in real. It was a real estate office. He had these side jobs, these uh, these weird ideas. Mm-hmm. And so he hired me hourly to look at just stocks like oil, gas, like uh, uh, commodities, like uh, I, like trading places as like oil, orange juice, and stuff like that. And I would copy and paste them into a chart, into an Excel sheet, uh-huh. all day long. And he would look for patterns that he could, like, relate to star charts or, like, just horoscope, planetary positions. I, I'm not making any of this up. Did you, did, you see him did, make, for- did you see him make money or did you see him lose money? Oh, no. It was complete bupkis. It was... It was it was asinine, but uh, okay. I spent eight hours listening to WFMU, so uh, oh, yeah. I definitely donated that here. We're a, <laughs> nice job. Okay, we're not responsible for uh, for the lost year, <laughs> if you're trying to blame us. Uh, ne- okay, yeah, so ne- it's... Ne- neither am I. He, he was a, a bizarre fellow. And well, we so are It's the stock... Okay, it's the... It's horoscope, but it's... Uh, horoscope investing. Okay, horoscope investing. That's funny because I knew I knew a guy who was trying to make money using something called the Martingale method. Yeah, and it sounds really similar to what you're talking about. Adam. Yeah, I've lost very little money this week hmm. on that using that method. Maybe maybe you just <laughs> picked the wrong uh, commodities. Yeah, I think plan. I have. Well, All right, thank thanks, you, Adam. Adam. Okay, good call. So uh, we're at two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. The first thing we want to hear from you is recapping. The, the previous call. Yeah, we don't want to exclude people who are just tuning in. Yeah. We want to bring everybody up And this will teach them a lesson. They People just tuning in won't hear the details of the Night Watchman. Right. Or the uh, Horoscope Investor. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, this is Carol. Hi. Hi, Carol. Hi, Carol. Can you uh, bring uh, our uh, new listeners up to speed? The first caller you had was Willie Nelson. Yeah. The second was the projectionist, Frank. Yeah. Good, good. The third was the Night Watchman. Yes. Then you had Sam the Appraiser. Sam the Appraiser was a washout. Yep. And then we just heard about horoscope investing. From Adam. Man, Carol, Carol nailed it. Carol, you moved to the front of the class. Did the rest of the class hear what Carol just did? Uh, Thank you, Carol. Carol, you're a great example. You're so welcome. And Carol, have you had a job that you would consider uh, pretty brainless and easy? I have two, so I'd love you guys to weigh in on which one you think is the easiest. Okay, go ahead. Um, both, one is from high school days. So I worked at an Italian bakery, and I adored it because I have a huge sweet tooth. And they told me on day one that I could eat as much as I wanted. I'm pretty sure they, when I was working, they probably couldn't make much profit. And good thing I had high school um, metabolism at that point. Well, that sounds like a really difficult job because you would have to know what prego means in Italian. <laughs> You know, it's the, probably the most challenging Italian, part of that job um, is knowing what prego means in like Italian. Yeah. Cannoli. Cannoli. You know all the Italian. Oh, I know cannoli. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because of the Godfather, if nothing else. All right. And then what was your, <laughs> That's right. what was okay. your second job? Second one was in college. I um, temped at Ogilvy & Mather, the advertising agency. Sure. I sat on the seventh floor, which was the creative floor, and I was a receptionist which meant I answered the phone or I greeted people when they came in, but it gave me enough free time that I could read. Literally, I read War and Peace. Nice. That's, uh, that's a nice I think that's too. the winner. Okay. Uh, yeah, that is a, uh, that's a pretty easy job. Uh, Thanks for weighing in. And then did you, did you go on to a career in advertising? Um, I have had a career in marketing in on um, M&Ms and Twix, Three Musketeers, Milky Way, Dove Chocolate. I love fun. Twix. So you, so the history of you having a sweet tooth really paid off. Yes. Your skill. <laughs> turns out that's a, yeah. Yeah, that's turns out that skill. was your life. The bakery, it turns out, was a better, a better way to prepare for her life. 
Uh, okay, Carol, thanks yeah. very much. Carol, what do you like better, Twix or Kit Kat? Oh, definitely Twix. I okay. launched Twix peanut butter, yeah. so that is a favorite of mine. You launched Twix peanut butter? I did. Wow. Andy, yeah. we're talking to the woman who launched Twix peanut butter bars. Wait, as opposed to what kind of Twix? Bars? Regular chocolate Twix. You mean they now put peanut butter in Twix? Yeah. As of when? Ask Carol. <laughs> I'm too shy. It's actually been a few times. I mean, when I um, launched it, it was a relaunch probably, I don't know, more than a decade ago. But original Twix has caramel, cookie, and chocolate. This is exactly the sort of stuff I was hoping to get into today. Um, <laughs> it was very smart for Twix for you to have added peanut butter to Twix because Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, that's the most popular candy that there is. Well, Americans do like peanut butter and chocolate together. Yeah. Carol, what percentage of your candy is sold at Halloween or just before Halloween? Mm, I don't know the percentage number, but what's interesting, of course, Halloween is the biggest um, chocolate season. However, if you were to just look at one out of the 365 days, can you guess what would be the number one chocolate selling day in the entire calendar Mother's year? Mother's Day. Mother's Day. It's actually, so good guess, and Easter. interesting that you both aligned on that. Easter. Is it, um, is it my, actually is Valentine's it, Day, and it's because oh, guys course. are buying chocolate for the girls in their lives, Damn and it. people guys tend to be a little last minute, so they're actually waiting until February 14th. Damn it. Oh, I see. So it all happens within 24 hours. Stupid. Yes. Stupid. Stupid. Stupid guess. That's just no, an example. No, you guys are awesome. No, no, no. It's just an example of the kind of fun we have on our little quiz shows. <laughs> super fun. Yeah. Oh, super fun. Not just Love fun. Love the show. Yeah, thanks, Carol. Thank you, Carol. Not just fun. It's super fun. Carol did the best recap of anybody so she far. She did, and she gave us a new motto for our show. What is that? Not just fun. It's super fun. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. That's a T-shirt that's waiting to happen. Not just fun. Super fun. Okay. How about we go out, Ken, in public? I'll, my T-shirt will say, not just fun, dot, dot, dot. And your T-shirt will say, it's super fun. Uh, that sounds good. It does? Yeah, we should wear those shirts when we play musical chairs. At oh, Monty yeah, Hall. we have a big musical chairs. <laughs> In February, we're going to have musical a, chairs at Monty a, Hall. Game of, a game of musical chairs. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and we're uh, giving out a free Toyota. The most, impor most important part of the musical chairs is the waiver, the legal waiver that we're going to ask everyone to sign. Before you start fighting over that chair. Well, once we get it down to two people, just yeah. for everybody's safety, we're going to make them both wear Michelin Man costumes. Yeah. So they can't really hurt one another. And we'll issue stun guns. Well, it would be very hard to hold the stun gun wearing the Michelin Man costume. That's what's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's trying like, to pick up a stun gun wearing those big gloves. I know. They're just like clapping it between and then those you're trying giant to, mitten you're hands. Try, you're trying to get your rear end on the, on the folding chair at the same time. All right, let's go back to the phones. We're asking you, uh, what was the easiest job you ever had? Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, this is Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Jesse, now before we begin, Jesse, for listeners that are just joining us, could you recap the show so far? Yeah, sure. Uh, first person was Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. Check. Someone who says he was. Yep. Check. Uh, second car was Frank. Yes, check. Well, and don't you want to know uh, what was his job? Biden? Yeah, what, what did Frank do? What was Frank's job? Oh, he was the projectionist. Very good, Jesse. Lyman, the night watchman. Yes, good. That's right. And then there was the the astrology scam artist. Yes, right. exactly. Adam. His name was Adam. And then just before you, uh, while and you, and then there was Carol. She was the temp. That's right. Very and now, good, Jesse. And now, Jesse, we'd like to hear. We'd like to hear uh, the easiest job you ever had. Honestly, I the job I've had is the job I've had right now, the one I have right now. What is it? What are you doing? I, I love it so much. It's just so it's so easy to me. I I'm a graphic artist. I screen print, so I just I freelance and I do that on my own, and and it's just so easy. And where do you get uh, where do you get clients? I. Go around businesses. I just I don't know, look for look for work. Well, Jesse, it doesn't sound like it's so easy. It just sounds like you really enjoy it. Just no, ad well, admit it. A, admit it that I you like it. Just I say just, you like your they, job. They just give me. They just give me stuff to do. And I mean, to me, I'm I'm just so passionate about what I do. I just love what I do. Wow! Whoa, whoa, I know God. all the stuff to Listen it. to this guy. I love my job. 
It's like it's so. It's I just love it, even though it's 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 difficult and time consuming. You're mocking Jesse now. It's as <laughs> if it's the easiest job because I there's love. No, there's it. That's no my impression of Jesse. Passion and obsession between what you love. I guess what Jesse is a living embodiment of the phrase, "If you love your job, it isn't work." Right. Right. Let's hear, yeah, it, let's, oh yeah, I don't love it as much. Let's, hear, let's hear your impression of Jesse. <laughs> uh, Here's me. Oh, I just go around. I just, I just ask clients. I just ask well, businesses well, if I'm an for artist, work. You know, I've, I've grown up, you know, making art, and then I get to do that for people. I get to create. I get to do what I love all day long. He I can't really call it a job. He that's my impression. He doesn't of Jesse. sound like Mickey Mouse. Where does the Mickey Mouse? To me, Mouse? that's that's how it's filtered out in my head. That's how I hear him. He drives me, he makes me sick. I have a much better impression of Jesse than that. Okay, well, thanks very much for calling, Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. So okay. that was caller number six. Yes, caller okay. number six. We're asking everybody what the easiest job they ever had was. We need people to recap for us before we go any further. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, this is Dan. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. Before we begin, can you just recap the show for people tuning in late? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we need we Nelson need the name and we need the Nelson. name and, really and also what that. what they yep, did. He's got it. He got it. He's okay. rolling. <clears throat> Frank, the projectionist. That's right. Good. Lyman, the night wa uh, watcher. Correct. That's correct. Uh, Adam mm -hmm. was the horoscope con man. Yeah, you can just say Martingale method. Go on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carol, the temp. That's right. And Jesse was a graphic uh, artist. Graphic Fantastic. Thanks for bringing us up to speed, uh, getting us up to speed. And what is the easiest job you ever had? I was a vibration monitoring technician for the MTA. Now, I know what that means, but why don't you, uh, for people that might not be familiar, why don't you tell everyone what that means, a vibration monitor? So the MTA requires vibration monitors for... Um, exactly. Any construction site. Construction site. To the and you stick those up on walls and things? Yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. The See, if there's line. something, in, if there's construction in progress near a subway line. Uh-huh. Yep, you, exactly. You know, and yeah, it could pose a even threat. Even though yep. the technology exists for it to be um, wireless right. and get all the data yeah. to your computer, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. requires on-site personnel to sit by the box that houses them in them. And, and you did you ever? Did you ever red? Did you ever, in your experience there, red flag a construction site? No. Exactly right. I, I did that, and it even if there was an exceedance, they never stopped, and there never was. It didn't matter. It didn't and matter. Really, you would just sat there for as long as the day was for that job, and most times it was at it least nine matter. hours. So the hardest part was just getting there, and then I sat, I mean, on, like, big projects, I could sit outside. I didn't even have to sit by the monitor itself. I could go out into, like, the sun and sit in my lawn chair. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, sounds pretty great, pretty I, sweet. Legitimately nothing. Nice work if you can get it. All right, I Dan. I didn't even submit paperwork. Wow. <laughs> hey, that reminds me of a riddle. Have you ever heard this riddle, Kim? Uh, how is a vibration monitor for the MTA... Like a WFMU DJ. I don't know. How? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing you do matters. You never heard that riddle? No. Oh, no. Oh, I, I used to do that. I used to lead with that wow. when I was doing stand-up. Oh, my God. That was my, opening, that was my opening bit. Okay, thanks, Dan. Thank you, Dan. We're asking people what the easiest job they ever had was. That Phone. sounds pretty easy. Of all the jobs we've heard so far, which job would you choose for yourself if you couldn't do your current job? Hmm. Uh, Willie's. Uh, really, the secret? Yeah, because he wouldn't dark, say. He's in the dark web. Yeah, he would Whatever not, he's up to. He would not say what he was well, doing. Well, he's obviously an assassin of some kind for yeah. the government. Actually, I wish I was uh, Jesse. The graphic artist? The graphic artist, Because yeah. he's doing what he loves? Yeah, because he loves what he does. I wonder what that would be like. Yeah. Just for the novelty of it, I'd like to try it. Yeah. I'd well, don't, like to, don't, you, uh, don't you love what you're currently doing? Uh... Well, right now I'm... You're unemployed. Right now I'm unemployed. I guess yeah. I can't argue that it's kind of sweet. Kinda I don't sweet. say I'm unemployed. Yeah. I say I'm 
semi-retired. Uh-huh. That sounds better. But you have a new movie coming out December 8th, I understand. Uh, December 8th. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the yeah. new Monk movie on Peacock. Yeah. Do you get Peacock at your house? Uh, I think I get it through Amazon, yeah. <clears throat> Maybe. I don't think you get it through Amazon. No. But you can call me while the while the movie's on. Well, then I, could, I don't I, get it. I could hold up a, uh, we could FaceTime. I'll just hold up the phone yeah. for a few minutes. I'll just go to the, I'll go to the premiere. Oh, yeah. I'll sneak in. <laughs> yeah, you'll sneak in. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll hire, uh, maybe I'll hire Lyman. The, he's an experienced night watchman to keep you from sneaking in. Well, maybe I'll hire Frank. He's an experienced projectionist. Maybe I'll hire Willie Nelson and kill you both. <laughs> hi, you're on the air. Okay. Oh, what's your name? I'm Ellen. Oh, hi, hi Ellen. The person who keeps laughing, but I ain't laughing now. Okay. She's not um, laughing now, Ken. Wait, you want me to recap this stuff? Please, yes. You're caller number eight. We need to hear oh, what one through seven had to right. offer. Well, there was a guy named, who sang like Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a night watchman. No, you've skipped rather. one. You skipped, Ellen, you skipped somebody else. Ellen, you've disappointed us. Do you remember the Wait, second the call? Guy. There it is, the there projection There you go, guy. Frank the projectionist. And then Sam. No, no, no. Sam doesn't count because he couldn't do Wait, squat. Lyman. Ellen, have you been paying attention to in class at all? Well, I'm, I'm also multitasking. Yeah. Wait, can I just tell you my easiest... No, point? not until you recap this. I don't make the rules, honey. Something about... A horticul- uh, <laughs> a guy who did investments based on horoscopes. Yeah. Yeah. A woman named, oh, Lord, Carol. Carol, Carol yeah, yeah. What very did she good. do? Because well, I had a friend named Carol for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was a guy named Jesse. Yep. Yeah. And then there was this guy who had, like, a slightly funny voice. Do you remember his name? Oh, that was Andy imitating Jesse. Oh, that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah. But I mean, before you. But after, after Jesse, we had a caller. The call just before yours. Yeah, yeah. and something he said it was a. Oh, he got the job from his friend. No. no. Oh, Ellen, I'm so sorry. I wish we could continue with this call. I really uh, do. I just. I, just I don't make the rules. I'm really sorry. Thanks for calling, I'm though. I'm sorry, oh, Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, there's boo. no need for that kind of language. Boo hiss. Yeah, boo yeah, hiss. That's pretty severe. That's worse than just saying boo. I know. Yeah. Okay, thanks. It's like civility has just gone out the window, don't you think? We're living in a boo-hiss world. Ah! Don't you just watch the news sometimes? You just go boo-hiss? I don't watch the news at all. Well, now that you know how to Hello. say boo-hiss, you can. Hi, who's Hi. this? Thanks for calling. Hi, uh, it's Pam. Hi, oh, Pam. Hey, Pam. Now listen to how, listen to how a show should be recapped. Okay, um, if I can read my writing. Uh, Willie... Frank the Projectionist. No, no. What uh, the, what, you have to yeah, tell no, us the job. Said, Am did. I supposed to be singing a Beatles song? No, Frank the Projectionist. Ken, she's doing fine. She didn't Go tell ahead. us what Willie did. No one knows what Willie did. Well, he wouldn't say. That's the appeal of Willie. Willie was inscrutable. Yes, there yes, you go. Yes, inscrutable Willie. Um, and you told us about Frank the Projectionist. Night Watchman, Lyman. Yeah. Um, Oh, geez, I can't read my writing, and I should memorize it. Does it um, look like... Astrology it? scam artist, or some money scam artist. Yeah. yeah. Adam. Adam. Uh, Good. Receptionist slash deli person. Yeah. Carol. Carol, right. All right. Jesse printing. I I said screen printing, but I guess he said Jack, graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And then Dan, the vibration monitor. Way to go, Pam! You know what people just tuning in now are thinking? I'm so mad I'm at so myself. Clever. I'm so mad at myself. Why, why, why was I late to this show? It sounds fantastic. Yeah. And Pam, what's the, what's the easiest job you've ever had? Well, the reason I decided to call and let it ring, 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 and keep track of all of the people is because uh, Carol and I kind of had the same thing, same experience. Because I was a temp. I was a virtual receptionist. Like there were literally no, there was literally nobody in any of the offices. All it was was a, like a phone bank. You mean it was so, during? Was it during the lockdown? No, this was like decades ago. Oh my gosh! And so there was literally nobody around, and I had maybe three phone calls a day, and I also read War and Peace. <laughs> it's why Tolstoy wrote War and Peace. 
Well, and you know what? I'm very proud of the fact that I got really tired of it, and I didn't read, like, the last 10 pages. No one's ever read the last 10 pages of One Piece. They're all blank, by the way. No one's ever gotten there. Yeah. Okay. Tolstoy just wrote dirty jokes. And I thought it was special. Damn it. Um, Fantastic. Okay, so you were a receptionist. Okay. Uh, Well, it was a temp job. A temp job, of course. I could not have done, yeah, anyway. Uh, So, yeah, that was the easiest. Ever. Sounds like a pretty good job. But you wouldn't trade places now for a job like that. I mean, a, a job that isn't challenging, a job where you just sit all day. You After get to a read while, Tolstoy all day. Well, that's like a punish. <laughs> it's like a punishment. No, isn't it's it? not a punishment. Yeah, sure, it is. <laughs> no one enjoys that. To, Tolstoy uh, is one of the oh, great writers. I know, duh, blah blah blah. You've never, you've obviously, the man's never even What's cracked the book. What's uh, famous Russian philosopher? Camus. No, he's not. He's French. Well, he's French. French? <laughs> Ivan the Terrible? You think of Dostoevsky, other <laughs> Russian know. writers? Dostoevsky, Gogol? They're all writers. Sure. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway. Okay. Shostakovich? No, well, well, Solzhenitsyn? Yeah. Okay, thanks, Ken. It was, it, it was, uh, well... Wittgenstein? Kind of, Dear God. Mm, Never mind. Dear God. So your mic is always on, right? There's no way to just turn no, it off. No, this button turns it off. I, oh, okay. Oh, that good. button right there turns it off. After 32 years. That's great to know. Yeah. 201-209-9368. The easiest job you've ever had, that was Pam. She was a receptionist and also read War and Peace. Except for the last 10 pages. Yeah, exactly. Wittgenstein? Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Wittgenstein? Who's this? Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, that's some delay. Um, my name is Frankie. Hi, Frankie. Hey, Frankie, can you recap uh, the show for people that are just tuning in? Um, so the first person's easiest job was um, they uh, worked at Target, and mm-hmm. the second person was a news reporter. Uh huh. Uh huh. Exactly. Go on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the third person. A uh, third person worked at um, Ferrari. Okay. Yes, Ferrari cars. Yes. Worked. Good. And number four? The fourth person worked at Lidl. Lidl, um, exactly, uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. The fifth person worked at Walgreens. Okay. Okay, okay. gotcha. The, the sixth person was a, a radio host. Radio, right, a disc jockey. In- interesting answer. E- easiest job ever. Yes. Um, The seventh, seventh person... Um, was a cashier at a Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A cashier. Gotcha. Good. 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 Okay. The eighth person was, um, they worked at Taco Bell. At Taco Bell. Okay. Driver. Man, you have an okay. incredible memory. Frankie, Frankie, I'm going to grade yeah. your paper now. Just like the, just like the teacher, uh, just like the teacher in, uh, in eighth, you're in eighth grade. Is that right, Frankie? Uh, no, I'm in seventh. You're in seventh grade. Okay, just like your seventh grade teacher, I'm going to grade your paper now. Answer number one, incorrect. Number two, wrong. Three, incorrect. Four, wrong. Frankie. I'm greater on a curve. Frankie, no. Five, wrong. Six, incorrect. Seven, not even close. Eight, I can't even oh, give you man. half credit. Frankie, I, think I am. I looking at the wrong answer. Frankie, I think you're looking at summer school, frankly. And I'm going to be calling your parents uh, uh, tomorrow evening. Oh. I'm very disappointed in you because I know you can do better. You're not living up to your potential, Frankie. I think Frankie My should get a... My potential is very unmatched. Frankie should get a participation trophy. Yeah. I should. Yeah. Yeah. Your final grade, A minus, B plus. <laughs> all right. Way to go, Frankie. Thank you, Frankie. That's better than all my real grades. Yeah, exactly. It's called grade inflation, and you just saw it in, in action. Thanks for calling. All right, the phone number is 201-209-9368. We want to know what the easiest job you ever had was. Um, Andy, Andy expressed what his uh, easiest job was. You were a uh, delivery guy. Yeah, it was So you could sweet. just write songs all day. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want the world to be denied my songs. I was a cab driver, so I could listen to the radio all day. I snuck that story by you before you could... Pay me off by not saying. I'm it. just so tired. There's more. You to win. There's you a, win, Ken. There's a lot more to you that. You can tell story. your stories now. Okay. I'm beaten down. Well, I was a uh, security guard at, at a steel mill in Sayreville. I was uh-huh. the night night watchman. 
I think while you're doing this, I'm going to sing the new John Lennon song. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, tell your story. Uh, the main thing they wanted me to and do now and then was uh, check the fence by the, by the perimeter of the steel mill. Yoko. Because when I was hired, they claimed you. that the guys who worked at the steel Yoko. mill were trying Every to steal the then. steel. As absurd as that sounds, Every I guess they would, they would drag steel pipes and large Yoko. hunks of steel by the perimeter gate. And uh, then when they left, they would pull their car up I and love you. throw the steel in the back of their Yoko. car. But I did that job for an entire summer. Never, ever saw anybody trying to steal steel. Yeah. Thanks, Ken. Yeah. Hi, you're on the air. Meanwhile, back on Earth. Hey. Hi, who's this? I got through. Yeah. I can't believe it either. It's Zachary. Hey. Hi, Zachary. Yeah. Hey, Zach. Hey, Zach, before you uh, tell us about your easy-peasy job, uh, could you uh, bring late listeners up to, uh, up, uh, up to speed here? And please let us know who the caller was and also what their easiest job was. Yeah, um... Willie, the guy that wouldn't speak about it, he had to go back to work, actually, right before he could tell Mm -hmm. you. He's leaving us in suspense. Zachary, you're the best. Go on. And then uh, there was Frank, that uh, projectionist, who really fell in love with Leonard Potro's face Mm -hmm. and that Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it Contagion? He didn't specify face, did he? I think he said Contagion, Gwyneth Paltrow's best movie ever. No, that was... I don't think she was... Well, he said that that was a strong second, but that one's etched because he's seen it so many times. I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow was in Contagion. No, she was. I've seen it four times, Kat. She was in it. I don't think so. She's in it for the first five minutes. There's no way to ever settle this. Okay. She starts foaming at the mouth and dies five minutes into the movie. Yeah. Okay. Go on, Zachary. And then... um, there was a caller who couldn't recall the projectionist, so you dropped him. And then there was Lyman, mm-hmm. security, night watchman, who had a subscription to that masturbatorium trade rag or something. A plus plus. Right, right, right. And um, then there was the free bird, free as a bird singer. He could, they couldn't do it. Huh? Oh, oh, right. Um, uh, Sam, yeah. And then I thought it was Edgar, but it's actually Adam. Yes, Adam, He's the the investor, Martindale Method man. Yeah, not like Andy hasn't lost much. Right, yeah. not just fun, super fun. So Zach is recalling Wait. not only the callers, but my little witticism. Yes, he's really given a good recap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Carol, no, actually, Carol was the one you came up with the shirt. Oh, that's so right. So Carol, was, she's on the... Right, Carol was not just fun, um, super fun. Okay. Yeah, and she's been involved in the last holiday, everyone buying, you know, peanut butter. Right, right. Whatever bars or something. And uh, that's super fun with mm-hmm. Andy. Yeah. Um, and next? And then uh, Jesse. Yeah, what did he do? He's the, that's the one everyone's envious of. They're, they're working hard, but they love it. So they live up to that quote. Like, so you know, damn happy. Work a day. So like, this is the easiest freaking thing in the world, happy. Like you, Ken. Yeah. You know, Andy, you're retired. But Ken, you, your, your days are hard, I'm sure. But they're not as happy as Jesse's days. <laughs> well, hey, that's what Wednesdays are for, right? Go on, Zachary. Um, and then there was uh, Dan, that vibration monitor guy. Right. Was, this, you know, he didn't read War and Peace, I don't think he said. No. He was too busy um, monitoring vibration monitors for the MTA. Yeah. But, well, you know, he can, he can monitor this. And getting and the Ellen, tan. She booed and hissed. That's pretty bad. You know, I do think civility is gone if we're getting booed and hisses on seven-second delay. I mean, this is oh, that's right, the boo and hisser. Yep, respectful show. Um, well, only one then, to go, uh, Zachary. Pam, Pam that's yeah. Nice. Hey, and, and and actually, Camus, he was Algerian French. Just wow. to be clear, huh? Um, yeah, Ken, you said huh? you said French. <laughs> Right, oh, yes. I'm so glad we have that on Let's tape. Let's give his due. Oh, fantastic. I can't believe you said French. When you said Camus was French, I was biting my tongue. I was almost bleeding. Wow. I wanted to correct you, because, but I didn't want to be rude. Oh, was that funny. What was Camus' big book? Oh, was that funny. What, what was his big book, Andy? Camus' big book? Yeah. Did he write The Stranger? Oh. He did? Yeah, he did yeah. write The Stranger. I was thinking of The Plague, but he wrote The Stranger, too. Uh, the plague. And the Mississippi That collection has The plague. Didn't he write the plague? No, yeah. maybe. He wrote. I um, I, I think there's some plays in there. Yeah. Oh, for the love of God. 
All right, so uh, two idiots trying then, to remember. And then Pam who wrote was, the yeah, play. So Pam was there, similar, and there's fast food Frankie. Yeah, you know that. I mean, oh, come on, Frankie! What, what show was he? He was on the. Are you running the, the machine again, Andy? Are you? He was. Uh, he was. He was listening to our Bizarro World uh, broadcast. Oh, that's probably what it was. Where everything's a little Same. different. Ah, oh, she was listening to WFMU.com. Yeah, and <laughs> Zach, what was your uh, no-show job? Of what was your dream job? Um. Well, there's two, but one, I think the in the very beginning of it, not towards the end, because I you know I picked up more slack. In the very beginning, at this road construction place, uh-huh. where I just basically got to answer the phone, drink coffee, and surf the internet. And they didn't know how to use anything on the computer. So if you know how to use any modicum of a spreadsheet, which, you know, if you possess that knowledge, people are like, hey, can you do this? So you had to yeah. do some stuff. Five minutes. Yes, yeah, so you only had to work. And then, you know, five minutes, and then you're sipping coffee and reading Ken, you know, he, news again. Then he's reading War and Peace all day. Ken, yeah. five minutes a day, spreadsheets. Uh-huh. It's a great job. Listen, well, we want to thank everyone. Willie Nelson, Frank, Lyman, Adam, Sam. Carol, Jesse, Dan, Pam, and Zach. Frankie. Don't forget Frankie. And Adam and Frankie. That's good Frankie, man. Come we on. do have, yeah, Frankie. And Zachary, and, we're going to be talking to you tomorrow when you give me and Andy a quiz. Oh, that's right. If you have a quiz. Yeah, well, we library. will. All right, great. Oh. On libraries? Excellent. I know a lot about libraries. I was in a library once, so I have a small advantage. Thank you, Zachary. Okay, so uh, we would love to be quizzed by you. Uh, just contact Ken, and we'll pre-record it. It'll be on Zoom at, at your convenience. Yep, Ken at WFMU.org. Uh, on any subject. Any subject. I don't know anything about anything, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, Andy actually beat me on the Southern Culture quiz. Uh, I just changed the rules. I just wait for those uh, true or false questions and then pounce. Yeah, you're very strategic the way you play, actually. Sometimes bowing out. When I get something wrong, you don't even even take a swing. Very smart. That's how I roll. Yeah. Thanks, Kenny. And who else do we thank? We thank Jeremiah. We thank Jeremiah for the newsletter. And this is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that big seven-second delay game of musical chairs coming up in February. Can't It'll wait. be. It won't just be fun. What will it be, Ken? Super fun! Yeah. All right, stay tuned for Weekly World Blues with Matt Fivehead.
shut up. sound of the blues scale. The blues scale is very simple, very useful, but also very simple to build. All you have to do is know your minor pentatonic scales. So in this case I was playing A. Blues come so many different ways until it's kind of a hard to explain.